Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Blue Magic, that's a brand new, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it. They know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills. <laughs> what I'm right? talking about is when you chop my dope down to one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it blue magic, that is trademark infringement. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey y'all, it's your girl D. Scott, and I'm here on this Manic Monday, June 6, 2016. Been a rough 2016 um, for all of us, um, losing Prince, losing all the iconic figures that we're losing, and now Muhammad Ali. Um, so this show is definitely dedicated to him. I was at Kentucky Derby last year and my because my girlfriend Kim lives down there, and you know, we were driving down the highway, and I'm like, oh, my God, what's that? And she's like, girl, that's the Muhammad Ali Museum. I mean, and literally on the side of the museum, it almost looks like cubism. It's his face, and you can see it from the highway. And um, I said, I didn't even know that he was from Louisville. And she's like, girl, yeah. So I had already put it on the roster for myself and my family to go down there um, to go to the museum because while I was there, it was everything was Kentucky Derby, 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 Derby. And so now – you know, he's passed away, and it just it makes it um, almost mandatory that we go down there now. And I also <clears throat> want to add to that that yesterday I was showing, you know, my stepdad, my son, and um, he's like, hey, did you see the movie Concussion? I'm like, no, nah, I hadn't seen it yet, but I wanted to see it, the movie with Will Smith. And it was actually based on Bennett Amalu, who was an African doctor that was working in Pittsburgh during the time I was there. These studies came out in 2002 when the original Iron Mike, which was a gentleman that played for the Steelers, had committed suicide, and all these football players were committing suicide. And so they started doing a study in in neuroscience that basically showed that when you have concussions um, and when you are taking blows to the head, that your brain starts to basically eat itself from the inside out. And it's not something that you, we all know that we can't study the brain while it's living and functioning. That's not going to happen. You have to wait until someone dies to be able to study the brain. Um, and I was commenting on the fact that, you know, mental health isn't just um, about 
um, schizophrenia. It isn't just about depression. It isn't just about anything. It has anything to do with your brain. So if your brain chemicals are not functioning properly because you've been hit in your head over 70,000 times playing football, you understand what I'm saying, or even boxing, you know, which we know that, you know, studies have come out that show that people that are in contact sports that suffer from this, that, and the third, we don't have mechanisms in our brain that shield it from being harmed. So when you have shaken baby syndrome and all those other things, our brain basically what they showed in the movie was they they put a, um, I think it was like a peeled orange inside of a mason jar. And they said every time a football player or a boxer or anything for that matter gets hit in the head or or, or goes head on with somebody, he shook the, the bottle to the side once. And you can start to see that particles of the orange or whatever fruit it was start to separate. And that's what happens in the brain. So basically eats itself from the inside out. And so unfortunately, you know, that's why, and I mentioned this long before this happened or even before I saw the movie. Um, And I was very excited about the fact that they showed Dr. Sarah Wecht, which I talk about all the time because I actually uh, had an internship under them. He had to actually sign off on the paperwork because I was writing nonfiction at the time at university of Pittsburgh under Dr. Jen or under Dr. Jen Lee. And, um, I went in there to do a story on one of the people that actually worked in the morgue. And just to see Cyril Wecht, if you don't know who he is, he's very, very famous in Pittsburgh um, because he was present at the Kennedy assassination when he was younger, and he also uh, was present at the JonBenet Ramsey. If you guys aren't familiar with who JonBenet Ramsey is, she's the little baby beauty queen um, that was murdered and found in her home, I think at this point, probably 20 years ago, give or take. And Cyril Wecht was actually called in. I mean, he is... He he has a gift, you know, he he really does. And I was very um, proud of the way he was depicted in the movie, as well as the fact that Dr. Amalu was depicted in the movie as being able to talk to the dead. And I love the way that he treated the, you know, the dead with humility and with, with, um, with passion. And I, I remember when the last football player that killed himself had actually left a note. I can't remember his name, but I remember because I was in Pittsburgh at this time. 2005, the one last football player uh, killed himself, and then there was another one, which is Junior Seau, that committed suicide, both shooting themselves in the chest as opposed to in the head and um, ending their life. And then that's when the new syndrome for CTE came out um, based on concussions. So, That urges me to also want to include and to let you women know that when you're taking blows to the face, if you're in an abusive relationship, this also can happen to you as well. If you're getting your head banged up against a wall, you know, a couple times a week or once a month or whenever, you too can have issues. They also have pointed out that injury to the brain, you know, especially to the frontal lobe, causes people to have not so much serial killer serial killer effects, but it, it, it also has been shown that if you have head trauma, that it's been linked to psychopaths and sociopathic behavior. So the brain is really nothing to fuck with. And the reason that the show is called From the Ashes is because, you know, me dealing with my issues with depression and my, you know, malfunctions in my brain, as I like to call it, um, makes me damn near a recluse. So I, you know, barely leave the house. I go to work. I do what I need to do. And then I'm up until 8, 9 in the morning working again from home and, making sure I'm a mom and cooking dinner, and it's just been very difficult. But when you see um, the quality of life that other people have and then you look at yourself and then you say, you know, I'm, I'm kind of lucky, you know, it kind of puts it all into perspective. You know, Muhammad Ali died in his 70s fighting his whole life, and it just – some of his quotes I wasn't even familiar with. You know, we all know, you know, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee and things like that, but there was actually a very specific um, – 
interview that was done, and he was sitting in a ring, and a, and a white woman, she said something to him, and she says, I, too, am a minority in this country. And he says, you know, the problem is, he said, you keep interrupting me and you keep talking to me because you're not used to a nigga talking to you like that. And that really rang true for me because I feel like a lot of people don't expect me to talk to them like that, whether I'm black, whatever you want to call me, but just as a female, having an opinion or being aggressive or being steadfast in what I think and what I believe. And so when you watch Muhammad Ali dictate, he was so eloquent in what he, you know, and what he was saying, and then about where he talked about, you know, the Viet Cong hasn't done anything to me, you know, and especially his quotes on racism where he said, you know, if you are out here killing innocent people, I don't care what color you are, it's wrong. You know, and I agree with that. And I think that, you know, whether he was with Islam or it doesn't matter, just as a human being, I think he was a he was a class act. And I think that it also gives me the motivation to say that, you know, they might not always agree with your opinion, Denise, but at the same time, you know, you're not wrong. You know, and at the end of the day, you're trying to teach people to do better or teach people to help the next person. Because really, when you leave this earth, if you haven't helped anybody, what were you really here for? What's your legacy? So whether it be your children, whether it be, you know, that you leave a legacy for other people's children or you leave a legacy, um, you know, for your town, whatever it is, you have to make sure that you leave an impact on this earth. Because if, if you really didn't, then, you know, everything is just from the ashes and what is the point? So... My whole point, we will be right back tomorrow on Tell the Truth Tuesday. Tomorrow will be a longer show, I promise. I will be on Married Men Don't Talk show tomorrow. Uh, they have a once-a-month situation where they, they allow women to call in, and they, you know, they always ask me, when are you calling in? When are you calling in? So I'm going to do my show probably a little bit earlier tomorrow, and then I will be back with you guys, Tell the Truth Tuesday, and we'll be back to our hour-long presentations and shows and getting my guests back on the show. But thank you guys for sticking it out with me, and may Muhammad Ali rest well. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.